Welcome to Slow and Steady, the podcast where you get to follow along as we figure out how to build products and recover from burnout. I'm Benedict. And I'm Brian. Each week, we'll give you an honest peek into our lives as we figure things out. Uh, today is March 31st, and I feel a lot of momentum. This is episode number 84, and I'm devastated. Okay, I, I see your notes, but we got to talk about this. <laughs> yeah. I don't even, to be honest, I don't really know how to talk about it. It's like, I don't know. Yeah, probably should just tell what happened. So two days ago, 11 p.m. in the evening, about to go to bed, making the mistake to check my email again, as usual. <laughs> nothing ever happens when you do that. Nothing, ne good. nothing good ever happens. Um, and we got an email from our um, lesser or the... the person is running our home to us with a wake statement like hey we need to talk can i come over tomorrow and we're like yeah okay <laughs> and uh yeah so the day after we tried like email back and forth a little bit to figure out like what time and where to meet and um like she didn't say anything what this was about in the beginning and we were already like, mm, this is unusual. Yeah. So we tried to to get it out of her. Um and it she stayed pretty vague for a long time. <laughs> like in the in the next image was like, Yeah, it's a difficult topic to talk about. And we're like, Oh shit, yeah. <laughs> and in the end, uh we got confirmation from her and uh, then when she came over, like we got all the paperwork is that she's terminating our lease um of the house because she's planning to move in herself okay man so now we're so now yeah. you're scrambling for a place to yeah yeah we've got three months uh to figure something out and move mm -hmm. and it sucks like uh, i don't i'm so sorry I, I, yeah, as you can figure, like my productivity is down the drain. <laughs> well, yeah, because now all of your focus has to be on where am I going to live? Yeah. I mean, I'm still getting a little bit of stuff done, but like staying focused for longer periods is like yeah. almost impossible. Yeah. We didn't sleep well the last two nights, uh, mm -hmm. basically since that email, because of course you start to, to worry if it's like an email like that. So I've got a headache. I I feel like crap, and Man. Uh, it's it just sucks. Like, we really like this place. Um, thinking about it, just it is very obvious. Like, I think one of the things that made like the pandemic and like all the stresses and uh, almost burnout kind of kind of bearable was like mm -hmm. knowing that it's it's okay. You've you've got a nice place to stay. Like. You enjoy just like being at home. Like you don't even need a vacation because like <laughs> house is nice enough to just stay in there for two weeks and do nothing and just yeah. like, sit outside yeah. in the sun or whatever, or just go for a quick walk because like the surroundings are nice. And mm -hmm. What's even the... last night in bed, uh, uh, just like noticing that it's really quiet out here. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. nice. So it, uh, it's just a Man. bummer. How long have you been in that place? It's almost exactly four years. Okay. Yeah. So good little while. Yeah. And good while. What's the market like around there? Uh, I don't. The renting uh, market. Yeah. 
like both the renting market and the buying market are a mess. Um, mm. Like it's definitely a seller's market or a yeah lesser market or whatever. Yeah. Um, like there's a lot of people looking and um, yeah, it's definitely not easy. Um, and will be a challenge, but we have no choice. <laughs> Man, that's a tough one. It's pretty so, yeah. big, pretty big blindside. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like we had our parents, like my parents over last weekend and had a good time, like barbecuing some pizza and going for walks. <laughs> and like, we talked a couple of times about how, how nice it is around here and just like how nice it is to, to have this home. And we cleaned up, like we did some spring cleaning and like, all right. Finally figured yeah. ni- figured a nice <laughs> organizational system for the kitchen last week. And it feels like oh. this was all for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Uh, so I don't know. That stinks. Also moving sucks. Like just like the oh, process yeah. of moving. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> the worst. Uh, so yeah, that's what's going on around here right now. Um, I think we're slowly starting like yesterday after talking to her, it, it, it felt so surreal. Like it's not even, mm-hmm. it hasn't even fully sunken in yet. Um, but I guess now like today it's starting to, okay, like let's start looking, let's start yeah, messaging people. Let's start booking viewings and and stuff like that we actually have have a viewing tomorrow already Um, not super excited about the place but i mean moment get the momentum going i guess uh, and just like get into the into the groove and uh yeah because yeah yeah, uh, 12 weeks isn't a long time as you know probably know (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yes, I think in in eight weeks I'll also be moving, Benedict. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> that was by choice, though. So yeah, way, I way talked about this. Way different. Friend friend mentioned this. He was like, um, "Yeah, like moving is kind of nice. Like you get you get to start fresh and stuff like that, and get a new experience. Maybe it's even a better place and stuff like that." Yeah, and I kind of agree. Like it's the change sometimes is helpful, but yep. Doing it on your own terms at your own yes, pace. Exactly. Uh, that's what I was going <laughs> to say. It's kind of the critical part, yeah. part of this. Yes, it is. It is. Moving can be a fresh start. Moving can be an opportunity, um, yeah. you know, to, to change things. But, you know, usually you get to decide on it. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it, it sounds, yeah, it sounds like you're at least feeling some sense of the the upward the upward curve uh, tool. no not at all not yet not, not yet okay. but i guess i guess <laughs> that, that's why we decided to basically get going with this as soon as possible yeah like i mean chances are high like we'll well i don't know My, there's a chance that we'll like find a nice place or like look at nice places and at least start thinking about living somewhere else yeah. like right now it feels like wh- why like this this no. yeah i mean this place isn't perfect but it's it's super nice and it uh, we yeah. like it and it, it works and but i guess like just getting into more places and maybe f- just being in one or two other places that 
could work as well will help with like just accepting that yeah we can we can yeah. do this and we can move yeah. somewhere else being able to being able to visualize yeah the yeah. the solution helps a lot with getting yeah. over resignation and acceptance i think i hope so too um it would still be tough like it couldn't be well things could like things can always be worse but it feels like it's one of the worst times to start looking for houses like mm. There seems to be a third wave of uh, COVID infections around here. Uh, numbers are skyrocketing again. They talk about closing stuff down again. So we uh, might not even be able to visit other apartments and, and then see places yeah. and stuff like that. So that yeah. might be a major challenge. And then with uh, like earlier this year, Jane and I reduced our salaries a bit. Like this one's going to bite right. me now. <laughs> because uh, I, I guess it's the same everywhere, but around here, like usually when you try to rent a place, they want to see like your last yeah three or four paychecks or something like that. Yeah. And they don't care about your savings. Like I could probably... No, I, I know. It's, that's the <laughs> most annoying thing in the world. Yeah, like we, we, we could pay like months in advance yep. and it wouldn't like be a problem but they don't care like it doesn't okay. matter and they just care about your most recent paycheck and unfortunately that one is rather small uh, in recent in recent weeks yeah. and months so right yeah, most especially like... rel relative to your actual earning potential i mean you're you're self-employed yeah. right now yeah. and you willingly took a pay cut earlier the the, the whole picture of the story is you are extremely employable. You have a really high upside, but yeah. you know, in this current month, to a, yeah. a lender or a, a landlord lesser, whatever you call them, it, oh gosh, it's just so frustrating to be, yeah, to be employed and yeah. To, so I'm sorry, man. That is a crummy, crummy, crummy situation. I'm sorry to hear it. Yeah. I guess I keep everyone updated on this over the next couple yeah. of weeks. I have a feeling this will be a major yes. part of my life uh, for yeah. the foreseeable future. For sure. Um, but yeah, it's, it's what it is. Um, I can, I think we can only hope that something oh. good will come out of it eventually. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, if any, if anybody listening knows of an amazing place for rent in Darmstadt, Germany. <laughs> Yeah, hit me up. I'd be <laughs> super interested in hearing about it. <laughs> hey, I actually, I have an idea, Benedict. What if instead you move into an RV and drive around Germany for a year? Yeah. Is that a... Yeah, I talk, yeah. I talk about <laughs> this with Catherine for a while, uh, but I have my doubts that this will work for us. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, if it makes you feel any better, I have my doubts that this is going to work for me. So, I mean, <laughs> still, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, in a way, I, in a way, I kind of there's something to it, but I have yeah. a feeling that it's it's not the right time to do this for us. No, um, no I'm not totally... that we don't, wouldn't like like traveling and stuff like that, but. Mm -hmm. With so many things going on around here, um, it would be nice to have some some stability in some aspect. Yes. And unfortunately, that stability is currently 
um, currently uh, uh, crumpling and, and getting away. Um, but I have hopes that we'll figure it out and then sure. be back to somewhat stable after it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Stability. Yeah. <laughs> Pillars of stability when there's when there's some major uncertainty in in, yeah. in your life feels pretty good. Well, yeah. I mean, just so despite that, I mean, were you able to anything work wise, update wise with user list that you have to share? Yeah. Um I <laughs> On Monday, like I, I still had a productive day, and uh, I was able to do some digging on our database performance. Not sure if I mentioned it last week, but I noticed that um, the metrics show that yeah, the database is on the high load load again, and we have to figure something out. Um, again, um, had some had a chat with the nice guys from uh, PG Mustard, and they recommended a few things. Um, and, uh, yeah, basically I was able to, to improve performance a bit by introducing a new index, uh, in one of our biggest tables and that's solved most of the issues for now, yep. but in the process, I like, they suggested a couple of, uh, nice things like a, a, a potentially potential improvements. One of them was like. Right now, we're mostly using B-tree indexes on the on the database, which is using, like the using what a B-tree binary tree indexes. It's like the default index type of most databases. Uh-huh. I don't know. Binary trees is like the thing you learn in computer science classes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, that's that's how, that's how the database basically speeds up the lookup process. Okay. And Postgres has this has a couple of different like additional index types and one of his one of them is a uh a gin index i think it's generalized invertible index or whatever mm-hmm. and it's supposed to work relatively well with like um columns with unstructured like well unstructured data like text like for full text search and stuff yeah. like that and like in our case like the json blobs we're storing for like all the user properties and event properties and at least for like checking if there's a subset of a, uh, of a particular subset of the uh, of the properties is in the in the database, those indexes can help. And because like our events table and looking up stuff in that events table by like event name, date when it occurred, as well as like properties attached to the event, that's like our one of our main bottlenecks. So the hope was to just create one of those like chin indexes across like all these columns and at least in my understanding this should have sped up like stuff like crazy because it doesn't need to get to the disk to do most of the lookups yep but for some reason it didn't work at all (laughs) so i tried that um yeah that i tried like so i i I introduced a new b-tree index and that Hardly solved the problem. I sped things up by four, four, t- four times, four x, mm-hmm. um, which was kind of nice. But my hope was that this new index type and like basically putting everything that we ever query in this index, mesh together, store it in in memory, would like speed up things ridiculously, like yeah. to other levels. Uh, problem was. 
the query that I tested this with, like with the slightly optimized setup took like six seconds, sometimes 10 seconds. The other one with the new index type took at least an hour. That's when I stopped the Whoa. query. <laughs> so I don't understand databases. Like I, I have no <laughs> idea what's happening. Oh. Like I try to run the explain analyze to get like an explanation of what the database was doing on that query. Yeah. But as I yeah. said, like it didn't return anything for an hour. So eventually I decided, okay, whatever that's, it's doing, it's definitely not, not working. Work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the problem is like, you can also run like regular explains that just like analyze the query and do some planning and then tell you, Hey, I'm looking at this query and this is what I'm planning to do. And mm. these are the processes and steps that I'm about to take. And looking at that, it doesn't look like it's off. Like it tells me, Hey, I'm going to use this new great mega index you created. And I'm using all the filter values in there. And then I hopefully get a result and then present it to you. But yeah. for some reason, it when it tries to run that and do that, like to execute that plan, it just takes forever. And I have no idea why. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I don't know. really <laughs> wish I could help, but I am certain that I cannot. <laughs> um, okay, just but uh, I'm I'm making fun of myself, but just for for real for a second here. This, so an indexing indexing a database table that basically what that means is that you're taking all of that content and storing it in memory, so that when you need to query it, you don't hit the disk, you hit memory and it's nearly, well, it, it's supposed to be extremely fast, right? Yeah, sort of. Like it doesn't has like it doesn't necessarily have to be in memory, but it's definitely like, it's basically a way to compress like the lookup space or like the search space mm -hmm. into a smaller chunk. So you can like, yeah, find them quicker in a way. Um, and and so then why wouldn't I just index every single table in my database? Like every every value in every table? Yes. Why would I not just go ahead and do that and then eat whatever storage cost? I don't think that would work. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I mean, at some point, it's the same data. So just building a lot of indexes for what, I mean, maybe... Maybe it would actually be smaller. I don't really know, but like just maintaining indexes, like um, mm -hmm. when you write a row to the table, you have to basically update all the indexes yep. for that table. So that, that also slows down writing speed okay. and stuff like that. Okay. So that's so, one reason to not do it. And then by, I guess if you just index everything, you end up with something of similar size than the original table that doesn't fit into memory anymore that you yes. then still read from disk so I'm, I'm not sure you'd gain anything from okay. that yeah so then so then the reason i would not just index everything is that the performance gains i'm getting by indexing a database table would be lost when everything is is in there and so strategically i need to look through and see which tables and which relationships between tables because can i create an index based off of uh, database uh, table relationship. Yeah, that's absolutely yes. what you should do. That is like, absolutely at all times. <laughs> okay, like that. That's that's the whole point is yeah. not to index one table, 
but to index a relationship between two tables so that you're not doing two lookups. You just do one and it's returned yeah. extremely fast. Yeah, exactly. Like basically okay. everything that you're planning to search for a lot of times. And that's for one, it's like relationships or like foreign keys, because yeah. whenever you want to get a list of all users that belong to a particular account, you will be accessing just like one column on the user's table. So it yeah. makes sense to have an index for those. Problem is like with user lists, like with the filter builder and the query builder in the UI, like people can search for a lot of things in our tables. <laughs> yeah. So it's hard for you to know which which relationships should I index and which ones are going to yeah. just hurt. Yeah. 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 Mm. And like added to that is like stuff like our like the JSON column we use for the basically the user properties and stuff like that because mm -hmm. it allows us to like store unstructured data because everyone's using a different like different property names and stuff like that. Like the database doesn't really know a lot of things about those columns, so it's hard for for the database to optimize the queries and like optimize even the indexes for this. So. Until recently, we didn't we didn't even try to index those and just relied on, hey, if we if we do a good enough job at like filtering by account, by name, by user, by date, then maybe the subset is small enough that reading the stuff from disk is okay. Mm -hmm. And that's that's definitely the case right now. Like that's why there's like small optimization by also like starting to index like the date the event happened on. That's why this one is working, but uh, the dream would be to like do the entire lookup on the table via the index, and that didn't work. Yeah. Hmm. Well, good. Good luck, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I, at some point at, on Monday, I decided decided to shelf it, uh, yeah. and consider it for a future improvement. But for now, yeah. not worth spending more time on it. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you come back with fresh eyes and see the see the solution. Yeah, maybe like happens all the time. Yeah, probably with this is like just building the index takes like couple couple minutes, so it's like a yeah. very slow process. <laughs> yeah, the, the cycle to test is it's, yeah the test cycle is ridiculously yeah. slow. Yeah, and also just just using a smaller data set doesn't really help either. Like then your index is fast, but you don't know. But that's not testing. It the doesn't help in production. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Right? Yes, right. But, yeah. uh, well, whatever. Like database crisis uh, adverted for now. Like uh, mm -hmm. things up in flames anymore. So I guess we're good. Um, yeah. The only other exciting thing that happened last week was MicroConf Remote. Um, and I have to yeah. admit, I really enjoyed it. I did too. I liked the the gather.town platform yeah me too it is i will say by far it was the most enjoyable like online conference platform i've used yet yeah yeah i i totally agree and <laughs> said this yesterday to a, uh, uh, to a friend uh microconf remote was a very close to a real conference in terms of the impact it has on your productivity and in mm. terms of getting your stuff done. Because mm -hmm. honestly, like last week from Tuesday to Thursday, I basically spent all my afternoons 
and gather just like yeah. either attending the talks or just walking around meeting people talking to people having discussions yep, yep. it was it was a super fun experience like it i it really made me reconsider uh virtual conferences uh, yep. especially with like the lack of a hallway track or, or a real in-person hallway track this was it felt like it was the next best thing possible I, in yeah. these times it, it did a, it did the best job of adding the the surprising discoverability of like passing people hey what do you what are you up to or you know hopping in on a conversation what are you what are y'all chatting about and i'll listen in for a little bit and okay excuse myself um it it it, it felt it felt more natural yeah yeah definitely yeah. uh what did you think about our uh our slow and steady meetup <laughs> Yeah, I, I have a feeling that this was a bit of a fail. <laughs> Not in terms that nobody showed up, but I guess right. too many people right. showed up, right. <laughs> which is nice. And thanks for everyone who, yeah, who totally. attended and, and was there. But I think it became very obvious very fast that while the platform is great, it's also very similar to a noisy bar at the end of a yeah. conference with a hundred yep. people in there. <laughs> like yeah. at some point it just didn't work anymore because you couldn't, you couldn't well, have a conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the platform did such a good job of <laughs> emulating that, uh, <laughs> that context. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was, a it was hard to, uh, I mean, I think because we expected, you know, a handful of people to show up. Okay. Easy peasy. Yeah. But, um, we had, had a, a fair number of, of folks show up and so it was it was kind of hard to coordinate but anyway, it came together i thought it was i i get to meet i get to meet several people who i have never met before yeah um, really really enjoyed it it was it was fun in that regard um i guess there's a learning in there for like if we do this another time then maybe we should like uh, have a plan like maybe have a couple of spaces to meet in and maybe have like the topics nah. for, for discussions or something like Plans that. Or lame, I don't know. Benedict. Lame. No, okay. No. Okay. We're not doing this. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyways, it was, it was fun. Like, even though it was a bit of a mess, uh, I enjoyed it yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was messy. It was messy to, to organize or to bring some organization in, but it was, it was fun. Thanks. Thanks everybody for who, sh who showed up. So yeah, what what else is new with you this week? Um, well, let's see. Well, so last week, you know, I, I think one of the last things I said was, so I don't, I doubt that we will have the game um, in a good enough place to get a prototype in my hands before we before we leave a physical prototype, rather. Um, but in fact, on Monday we we ordered a physical prototype. So yay, <laughs> um, because I mean, what what we ended up just kind of looking at all the components and all of the things that we would need to get printed um, for it to be, you know, fully complete prototype. And we realized, you know, this, this little, this little section over here, we can just print that out on our home printers. Um, this, you know, these little bits here, I mean, I've got some of those pieces in, in a game, you know, that's on my shelf. And we realized, you know, the main thing keeping us from being able to test it on a physical table is how, difficult it is to produce, you know, a couple hundred playing cards um, with all of the description text on it and everything. We're like, okay, well, let's just get the cards and the the, the map tiles 
printed. Can we do that? So we took a close look at that and boom. Um, it was it was like, okay, let's let's cut cut scope. Um, and uh, and you know, just dramatically reduced like the complexity of of what the what the first pro first physical prototype will will look like. So ordered it from this service called the Game Crafter, uh, the gamecrafter.com, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. But um, basically they they specialize in these sort of, you know, extremely short run um, printouts. Uh, they've got all these stock components and um, you upload your upload your artwork in a specific uh, specific size. Um, and it's I mean it's it's pricey. Um, and I think like each of our, we, Graham and I each ordered one and I think it was 60 bucks each. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's expensive to get a single one, but the value for getting that first one in your hands is just huge. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that was, uh, I'm, I am so excited. I, I cannot wait. Yeah. Like also sounds like the right investment in terms of just thinking about printing a couple hundred playing cards. Yeah, right. Like if you if you like take your hourly rate in, into account, like <laughs> sixty sixty dollars yeah. a piece is a steal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. It is a it's a steal. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and now that we understand the process, you know, if we if we play through it you know, a handful of times over the next, after we get them in our hands and need to reorder certain cards, it'll be extremely easy to just replace an ad and uh, all that, all that sort of thing. So it, you know, they say that they'll ship on April 9th um, and then they have all these caveats for the amount of time delivery takes. So <laughs> I have no expectations that it will actually arrive. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really excited about that. The, so the other thing, um, uh, the other thing that we're going, we're starting to look at is, is creating like a marketing landing page. Um, and so cause I had somebody, uh, recently, you know, um, offer to make a, an intro to a, a game publisher and, uh, and they were like, you have any sort of landing page, Do you have any sort of, you know, uh, materials or anything. It was like, um, I mean, I have this thread over here on the board game geek forum and it, <laughs> it just immediately felt like, Ooh, yeah, this is not going to present as well as it could. Yeah. And so, um, we are, uh, yeah, to, to kind of get that ready, we're, we're researching and reaching out to some artists, um, to just get, you know, some, some pricing quotes on, you know, how, how much would it be to have five sample cards done, two or three sample map tiles, and maybe like one, you know, large background, you know, uh, piece of artwork, um, just to help the, you know, to get the, the the landing page and some of the marketing materials, you know, to look serious uh, and look, communicate the vision basically of, yeah. of where this could go. So um, that's what we're, we're, we're taking steps on that uh, as we speak. So, That's pretty um, cool. Just pretty thinking excited. that, um, I have a feeling that like designing for board games or even like board 
game marketing landing page is an entirely different skill set than designing for SaaS applications. Would you agree? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I don't know if I would totally. I, I think once again, there's quite a lot of of overlap in the sense of, um, I mean, what your you know your the landing page for your SaaS app is like. Um, let me show you how we're going to make you a badass. Um, this is about you, and these are the things that we're that, that we're going to that you're going to love about using this. And then with the board game, like this is who you get to pretend to be, and this is how you get to be a badass, and this is what the game's going to throw at you, and here's how you're going to overcome it. Interested in learning more? So, I mean, I, I think it'll. I, I think it. I would. I think it might kind of follow a similar flow as like your a standard SaaS landing page, but we'll see. I mean, I say I say that now, um, and I could be completely wrong because I have uh, I've never designed a landing page for a board game before. <laughs> yeah, I guess another new thing to learn. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of yeah. exciting. Like uh, learning yeah. new things—that's yeah. part of the fun. Yep. Yeah. Brand, a, a brand new thing, but but pulling in the the experience from, uh, set, yeah, uh, startup world, um, web development. So uh, yeah, hope hopefully within just the next week or two, probably. I mean, yeah, probably even re just realistically, two or three weeks, have some uh, have a couple of example pieces of artwork. Um, nice to share. That would be really, yeah, really, really exciting. Um, I I can totally imagine that. I feel like this is like the step to to the real thing. Like it, it yeah. will I hopefully almost feel like the real thing at that point. Yeah, yeah. Because we'll be able to see, you know, is this this style, this artist style match, um, and get five cards done at X number of dollars, so that we can say, okay, to get the whole game done, it's going to be, you know, thirty two hundred US. So that means. You know, how many, like, what does our, if we end up doing a Kickstarter campaign, this is what the funding goal needs to be, has to include that, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but, you know, for me, even more ideally, it just makes it look more appealing and, and put put together for a, a publisher to say, hey, why don't we just take this off your hands? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. um, and keep us keep us involved throughout the whole process so that we can learn about, you know, uh, design development uh, you know, manufacturing, fulfillment, all that, all that, but on somebody else's dime and expertise, more, more on their expertise than their. We uh, skipped, always. we skipped over this a little bit, but, um, like, I mean, just like being in touch with a publisher is, uh, are you already in touch with them or are you just still talking no. about getting an intro? Yeah. Just, just still oh, talking okay. about getting getting an intro i haven't haven't heard from the, the publisher yet so i'm not sure if not sure if they aren't interested or not but i mean that it's the it's it's the first it will be the first one of what i hope to be you know dozens of or you know publishers that we that we reach out to and and ask for a a, a meeting to to pitch it um so we but, but we'll see that's it's not yeah. I, I don't think it's that far away i in all, in all honesty, but um, me, meaning, yeah, I don't think it's months away. I don't think it's weeks either. But, uh, uh, so, 
You're getting closer. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. Um, awesome. Let's see. But yeah, other other big projects. Just year on the road stuff. I added some side cameras to the uh, trailer <laughs> last night, which really cool. Like the you know the the reflectors, the reflecting lights on the sides. I was able to pull those out, and they make a product that's basically that same marker light, that reflector light, but it includes a camera that I can connect to a monitor inside of the truck. And mm. so if I want to look at the left or right side of what's next to the trailer, I can switch to that camera. And so I've got my the mirrors on the truck and these actual cameras. So that just feels a thousand times better. Um, and there are a couple of other cameras that I'm going to put on the, there's another camera I'm going to put on the back of the trailer. One I'm going to put like wire up to the front of the truck, just more 360 degree visibility yeah at, at all times what i'm what i'm after so i think that will help a lot <laughs> that'll help quite a lot so we're we're like fully renovating the interior um of the of the trailer <laughs> was that the initial plan or did that just yeah. happen, well like the stuff happens it, it was the initial plan. I mean, okay, the good. very first, the very first ever initial plan was oh, let's, let's not do that. But meaning as in like a year ago and then within the last several months, you know, before we, before we bought the trailer, it was, yeah, let's, let's renovate it. It'll feel more like home. If we update it and improve it, then we'll probably be able to sell it for more than we bought it for. Um, anyway, so whatever depreciation we take on the truck, we'll probably make up for, you know, when we sell the trailer. So it was like, it's a win-win. Um, it'll, it'll feel more comfy to us yeah. while we're out and it'll make it easier to sell when, when we get home. That sounds um, like a, a solid plan. Yeah. But so I, I can't wait to share before and after, uh, photos, but, um, yeah, that's, Boy, that's that's what's that's what's happening. Consulting projects are going great. Um, yeah, it's good. Nice. It Did you have great. a chance to to actually drive the thing, like truck and trailer? Not, still not yet. I have not, but uh, because it's because we've been renovating it. Sure. Um, yeah. you know, like it's kind of there's stuff all over the place. Um, plus, I didn't really want to drive it until I had all my cameras in place. So I'm getting there, getting there. Nice. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Do you think like, uh, how's the timeline looking? Uh, like, do you think you'll uh, get it done in time? But no. you don't really have a choice, <laughs> right? We, we, we don't, we don't have a choice. Um, and so Can I we bought with this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, yeah, the, the short answer is, yeah, we are going to hit the road on May 31st. I don't know what the packing up of the house, how organized and how much cleaning out we'll get a chance to do. It might just end up being a lot of just throw everything in a box, shove it in the corner of storage, and we'll deal with it when we get back. Um, you know, that's that's less ideal than, hey, let's take this opportunity to clean things out and simplify yeah, I doubt that will happen. We're we're really uh, we're really going to be up against it, but it's all good. All good. Nice. Yeah, yeah so, making progress on on all fronts, I guess. So that's all that's fronts. Really cool. Yeah, yeah, and so wait, and so I mean, I'm 
we're we're going to stop recording and I'm going to basically publish this right away. I, I wasn't <laughs> able to meet I wasn't able to to meet yesterday because I had uh client interviews. I've I've got a, so I had Lego who's in Denmark and then I got another client right after that's in Sweden. Oh nice. Um I was like, "Hey, yeah, I can I can work these hours." So um that it's 8 a.m. my time right now, but this is my third back-to-back call of the day because I had <laughs> calls at 6 and wow. 7 a.m. with uh, this client's customers over in, in Sweden. But um, it, it all, all to say what's kind of cool about that is, you know, by the time noon comes around, I feel like I've pretty much put in a full day. So <laughs> full day. <laughs> yeah, that's the upside. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's, that's all I've got. I'll... Uh, I think I'm just gonna hit publish on this just about right away. So, yeah, <laughs> listener, you'll be hearing this pretty fresh. Anything nice. else for you? No, that's about it. I okay. probably Man. going to sleep now, and then <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, good. Good luck with the man. Sorry about the the lease. And good luck. Yeah, thanks. Talk next week. Yeah, bye. Later.